What's up, Joes, and welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Ryan Dempsey back with you once again. Hi, Ryan. Man, this is Christmas music. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about as Mm. fucking close to Christmas music as I'll let play it on this show. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck Christmas. Fuck Christmas music. Fuck it all. I am such a goddamn Grinch. I hate Christmas so much. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of it. Join the revolution. Join the revolution, motherfucker. I started that revolution. Yeah, but we're, me and Kara telling like three year olds with Santa now that, like, come on. That's, that's just, that's a line I don't want to cross, man. Cause, I mean, I, I get the reason why. It's more so of the pissed off parents that are going to come at you when Carla goes to daycare <laughs> and starts telling all the kids at daycare and preschool that there's no Santa Claus. That's the you shit know, I don't want to fuck with. Say, I've never noticed this before. Uh, so this year it's really like this. I guess it's irritating me a lot, but you go to the stores and everything and all the, uh, the workers like, oh, have you gone to see Santa? Did you sit on his lap? Did you get your picture? Oh, this Santa crap. And, like, for the first time ever, if I actually wanted to look at someone and said, actually, we're Jewish, or, or, actually, or you know, we're, like, know, we're Muslim, we're, we're something, or, like, whatever. Like, like, no one is going to believe that your <laughs> pasty, red-headed ass is Muslim. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. So, so like, just because you have, like, a, like, you have a three-year-old kid, automatically it has to be, like, a center. Like, you can't I mean, be it's a religion, of, though. It's kind of... It's, it's so... kind of how it is, though, man. Little kids like Santa. Like, I mean, it's it's your kid. You raise her however you want, and I'm not gonna. Oh no, no, no! I, I, I get that, but I'm just I'm but... just saying, like, there are so many, so many. Like, you can't like just look at someone and just automatically assume that they're Christian and celebrate Christmas just because. Like, that's the that's the one you thing that's definitely don't, you definitely don't look Jewish, sir. People convert all the time. Wally wasn't Jewish. This is he converted true. for the jokes. <laughs> Look, do not do not fucking compare Tim Watley <laughs> to the situation. <laughs> this is not the sign cast. <laughs> Good uh, sir. This is not the sign cast. Uh, I might just convert to a random religion just so that every Christmas I can just yell at people. Respect me. <laughs> just just say you practice festivus. Tell them to shut the yeah, fuck up. Just, just start grappling with people. It's the feats of strength and we're doing it early. Or you just do what I do. Tell motherfuckers, fuck Christmas. And fuck you if you don't like what I got to say about it. Take your holiday cheer and shove it up your ass. How about that? You're supposed to say shine up real nice, turn it sideways, and then shove it up. They're nah, really I don't, I don't even want them to shine it up nicely. It's already shiny enough. It's Christmas time. Just shove <laughs> that bitch straight up your ass. <laughs> so I tell the old lady that cleans fucking trailers at work all the time. She comes into my trailer and starts trying to play Christmas music, and I got to holler at her and be like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Today I cranked the fucking chariot. Oh my God! Did she freak the oh, yeah, fuck out? That, yeah. Oh yeah, that video that video got me inspired, and I went on and I would listen to like fucking three Chariot albums at work today, back to back to back. Like, fuck Christmas, we're listening to the Chariot because the Chariot was a phenomenal goddamn band. 
RIP. See, this is this is what the people missed last week when we weren't around. They missed the, the, this this anger that that Christmas brings out in you and partially into me. It doesn't really bring it out of me. I'm angry all the time. Christmas just makes it worse. It amplifies. <laughs> yeah, it amplifies yeah. the anger. Yeah, <clears throat> it doesn't bring it out of me though. The anger is always there. I'm like a fucking Sith, man. I let the hate flow through me. I was about to say. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of that, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you right there. For those that don't know, Ryan fucking ruined Star Wars for me on accident. You were playing the jerk and get me. (laughs) I was like thinking like, people have to realize that I'm posting this like 13 hours before the movie debuts. Like they have to know that I'm clearly just messing around. Yeah, but I still want you to feel bad about it. Oh, I did. I know I know you did. I genuinely know you did. And I can tell you felt really bad. And I was trying not to make you feel any worse then, but now I'm gonna get my shots. <laughs> no, Ryan did. Ryan felt genuinely bad about his joke that he made that turned out to be true. So I have been giving Ryan shit about it. And now I'm gonna sip on my delicious all day IPA with my bad wrist. Yeah, that wrist is looking uh Dude, that wrist is fucked. Fucked. I fucking stepped out of a trailer yesterday on some fucking icy steps, and my heel went out, and my feet went up in the fucking air. I landed on one step on the way down, and apparently at some point tried to brace my fall. I didn't even notice my wrist at first. All I could feel was the fucking pain from the step in my back. And then when I went to try to get up, I was like, oh, my wrist is fucked. The damn... Back in February, when I was trying to take care of for the walk and slipped on the ice and went face first into the steps, and the next morning I woke up looking like Patrick Cummins. <laughs> I remember that shit. I remember that shit. You were fucked up. Yeah, luckily, I mean the the worst was my back. Like my back got some pretty nasty road rash. You saw it. Um, yeah. I didn't even know what was going on. Like I um, <clears throat> like I was just like fuck, my back hurts. And I was talking to um, the girl that takes our photos at work. And I was like, because, like, I didn't feel it. There's like, it, it didn't bleed. It was just, like, road rash. And so, like, right, I, yeah. I could feel it hurt. But I didn't feel any blood or anything. So I'm like, I'm not fucking bleeding. So I asked her. I was like, hey, is there anything on my back? And I, like, showed her my back. And she just goes, <gasps> and I was like, okay. And she took a picture of it with her phone real quick and showed me. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> That's my back. That was that was like me. Like, when I woke up, Kara said, I fell on the ice. I fell on the ice. And she looked up and like the look on, of like pure horror on her face. Like I, could, like, I know exactly the, like, what you're describing. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't even looking at her. And I just hear her gasp. <clears throat> and like I turn my head over my shoulder and I see her eyes get all huge. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's when you know you did something good. Yeah, that's when I knew I mangled myself. Sweet fucking Monday morning. But I have given Jeff next Monday off, everyone, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. (laughs) I would have felt real bad if you would be like, actually, I have to work next Monday. (laughs) Shit, I'd quit if they tried to make me work on Christmas. I may not be a Christmas fan. But I am not working on fucking Christmas. Blow me. 
blow me. <laughs> nope. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Well, Christmas Day I'll be kind of busy, but Christmas Eve I'm going to try to squeeze in my traditional fucking Godfather 1 and 2. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's my uh, that's my Christmas tradition. I watch Godfather 1 and 2, <laughs> and I get really high. So almost... You don't buy the third one? Fuck no. The third one, I've owned this Blu-ray pack for four or five years. The third one's never even come out of the third. fucking box. One and two are the only things that exist to me, and that is it. That's the way it should be. Fuck yes, it's the way it should be. Three's a goddamn <laughs> fucking travesty. Fuck three. But one and two, all goddamn day. I will sit there for fucking seven hours and watch Godfather 1 and Godfather 2 back-to-back if I've got the time and can stay the fuck awake for it. I I'm love those shocked. movies. I'm still shocked that they've never had any rumblings of like a 4 coming out. Like, with all these, like, like no new ideas. It's been thrown around. Has it? Mm-hmm. It's been thrown around. I mean, now it would be, obviously, a... a super aging michael super aged michael which they kind of tried to do in three they tried to make him a lot older <clears throat> than al pacino actually was but i don't know I, I don't even know what the fuck happens in three i've never sat and watched the entire fucking movie i've tried to watch parts really? of it it's terrible i can't <laughs> get through it that like i i've seen godfather the, the- the, the first two a handful of times. Oh I'm not God. like as big a fan as you. The third one, uh, I watched the the first time I watched it. I remember watching it, but just not seeing anything. I think just like zoning in and out, not sleeping, just right, not following. Just right, it didn't hold my attention. And yeah, like, everyone's always said that it's the worst one. So I mean, yeah, yeah, I can't do it, man. I just can't. I've tried. I tried to start watching it and before, and I just can't get through it. So, just fuck it. <clears throat> One and two are really all I need. It's the quintessentials. Yeah. I mean, those are the only two that fucking matter in the story. Really. Right, yeah. Two especially. Two is awesome. Two is amazing. One is great, though. One is so fucking good. So fucking good. Marlon goddamn Brando. Yeah. See, the thing is, like, you know, with the Godfather 2, I had, like, I hadn't seen it up until I was probably, like, 20. Like, I was late getting to the Godfathers. Uh, and everyone that, that worked in the Italian place, right? So there was Sopranos and Godfather. That was it. Yeah. Every single day. Yep. So I was like, okay, I've heard the whole movie. Like, they can't be that good. And I remember I put the second one on, and I was like, Jesus, it is that good. And, like, the first one, obviously, is really good, too. But Right. Yeah, that, that sequel is something else. Yup. Yup. That's that's my fucking shit, man. I mean, I'm... I think it's Godfather 1. If you watch it closely, you'll see Dempsey's Restaurant. I think it's number one. Um... Yeah, it's a, I'm pretty sure it's like a quick shot outside uh, of the restaurant. It's like in it, like a quick... Uh, is that the restaurant that... Um, no, that's not the restaurant. I want to say there's, I want to say that there's like a like a big shootout or a shooting. I say, is that where the is that where Michael shoots the police captain? It might be. I'll tell you in a couple of days. <clears throat> yeah, 
Yeah, check it out. It's right, right oh, there. I, it seems- oh, I will. You'll know by Saturday because I'll fucking be watching it at some point. Awesome. No, I'm not sorry. Not Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Because I'm because oh, yeah, I lost I lost the fantasy playoffs for the to go to the finals. So no, did you? Ah, uh, yeah, by twenty fucking points. That's the game to Tony. No, I beat Tony. I came back and beat Tony. Um, no, I lost to my buddy Top Bobby, uh, the guy that I do that I do music with, the other rapper. Um, oh. he beat me because fucking the Carolina Panthers cheap shot at Devonte Adams and killed him. Yeah. <laughs> and Jamal Williams didn't do dick. I left Sterling Shepard on my bench with 30 fucking points. He had Cam Newton and, oh. and the Ravens' defense. So that was like 60-some points right there because Cam Newton almost had a 40-point game. Who did the Ravens play? Uh, the Does Browns. Oh, okay, yeah. The Browns, they had like three interceptions, a fumble, and a touchdown like that they scored. So you get two points for an interception or a fumble recovery, a point for sacks, and then like six points if you get a defensive touchdown. So math. Even though my Lions gave me fucking a lot of points, but just not enough. Just not enough. So I am now playing for third and fourth, a.k.a. I don't fucking give a shit anymore. Do you guys have any of those, like, fun bets there where you've got some guys got to wear, like, those, like, stupid shirts or something nah, like that? we just play for money. Like, I, I mean, we play for pride, too, because we talk mad shit to each other. But right. it's just for it's just for money. Like, we all we all play for – I mean, we, this year it was, like, 50 a pop. So, winner takes 450 and loser gets – or second place gets their money back. All right. Yeah, it's not bad. He's not bad. Hopefully, Todd Bobby wins it. He needs the money. I'd be happy if he won. If the other guy wins, he can fuck off. We're giving that money to a homeless guy. Really? No, but that's what we keep threatening. My commissioner threatened uh, that earlier today. Did he? <laughs> yeah. We all have this big group message. <clears throat> where we just, like, sit and talk shit to each other. And, uh. Yeah, we were talking about somebody, whoever won, whatever. This is dumb shit. Dumb, dumb. I would, shit. I'd love to see that though. If, like you see, like the commissioner of a league with this check and says, "Congratulations, so and so is actually like handing it to like some poor guy, like some homeless guy in the street, just like straight thanks cash." For, like, yeah, so like, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for your donation to the needy. Oh, dude, <laughs> it would just be a bag of money. This is here. Here's four fifty. Man, just Christmas. a bag of cash, eh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious Founders All Day IPA. That's what I was drinking in my hotel room when you fell asleep on me Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I know that if we had been able to connect, it wouldn't have been a problem. But... <laughs> Just like, just like the sitting there and waiting and waiting, I just was like, could feel it. Like there was nothing stimulating me to keep me awake. It was just right. like, <laughs> well, 
hours sleep in <laughs> two days isn't uh, a recipe for uh, for staying awake. I completely forgot that the main card <laughs> started at eight. Excuse me, because <laughs> we didn't do a, a preview <clears throat> this week, so um, I didn't really pay attention or really think about it. And so I was at that family Christmas party and I was like, oh yeah, I'll get back to the hotel at like eight, you know, or before eight, got time for the prelims, you know, blah, 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 get set up. We'll be good to go by the main card. Nope. Nope. (laughs) I got to my hotel a little before seven. I was trying to set the computer up. Realized when I set the computer up that I forgot the power uh, cable for the soundboard. The mixer, so right. <clears throat> fucked right there. So I try it. We tried to set it up to do it fucking super old school hood style. I had my dad's laptop tablet next to my iPad, and I was gonna record on my iPad. I was trying to download Audacity to see if I could use it without a microphone on the computer. It was just not working right. And by the time I got everything back to where I was ready to go, you were out. Yeah, we were going to we were going to get two fights, maybe main fight for sure. You were gone. Yeah, sir. yeah, that yeah, because was... you were still awake for uh, Emmett and, and Lamas because you texted. We were talking about it after. That's the right, yeah, we messaged, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it was like I remember... five, five minutes <clears throat> later. I was, watching a, I, remember, I was watching a little like I think I don't know like where I was, but I remember seeing like uh, the second round where uh RDA was like just teeing off on on Lawler, and then next thing I remember, it was three in the morning, and I had a one earphone in and a dead tablet. <laughs> you must have woke up from your nap because you were sleeping before the fight started. There was I, I I remember seeing it, and it must have been like one of those like just like turning around or stirring. But because <laughs> yeah, I started was... I started calling you like texting you and calling you when they were like before they were walking out. Yep. <clears throat> and then I just gave up. I was like, "Okay, he's done. I'm going. I'm gonna like, just I don't, sit here." I don't remember the first round until I went back and watched it. <laughs> yeah, so I, it must have been just like a random like, eh, eh, "What's going on?" What's that? Eh, just roll back over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. Um, RDA. Picks up the unanimous decision win. Looked good. Robbie looked bad. Robbie just yeah, did. This is what good. like I heard a lot of people talking about going into the fight and like after the fight was was it, was it going to be a good performance by RDA or is it going to be a beat up Lawler? And after the fight, it seems that that's what everyone's leaning on. The more like the wars are kept, kind of like Cerrone that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. It's yeah. It's just like everything's gone through because I don't know, like RDA, when he was piecing him up and he was kind of smiling at it, you thought, okay, here comes Robbie. Right. But he, but he couldn't. He just didn't have that energy level that he always used to be able to go to after getting punched like that like the like the mcdonald fight the second one when he came back in that fifth round after just being destroyed for three rounds being picked apart he didn't have it this time and maybe all those knockout knockouts and uh and wars are just 
this was the the Lawler that's got caught up to. Well, I mean, you remember, and I I wondered myself. Uh, um, you know, and obviously, like I said earlier, we didn't get to talk about it, but. I mean, if you you go off of his last performance against Donald Cerrone, which was not impressive, and he was outstruck by Donald Cerrone. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of people questioned that decision, and I wondered what that was going to carry into with this fight with RDA. Right. I mean, I probably, I probably would have picked Robbie. I think. Um. Towards RDA prior to weigh-ins, I say I didn't when even I saw see the weigh-ins. The weigh-ins, I was like, okay, he is a he is a bigger guy. You could actually see like like, and that was when I was just like, maybe Lawler's gonna take it. And I would have picked Lawler based off of that, but yeah, it was it was. I mean, props to RDA. I mean, right? Yeah, good <laughs> for I mean, RDA. Um, I don't know what. I hope they don't give him the title shot now. Well, they're I, not going to be I, able to give him a title shot for at least four yeah, or five months because Woodley's yeah. out with shoulder surgery. Once George was out of the question, he was like, oh, yeah, my shoulder's hurt. I'm going to go get surgery. Yeah. I think uh, I, I, I think I'd like to see the, the Covington fight. I mean, they're two and three. Or one, yeah, I think they're two and three right now, so we'll just give those two guys and then let them go at it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that too. I mean, we would see what Condit and Magni what happens there. Maybe we can get like a like a, a name fight for Artie and Condit. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but that fight doesn't make any sense. As far as for RDA, it doesn't really make sense. Because no, it's not going to position him any any farther up. Um, I think he just sits back and waits. To he see could if- he could fight Wonder Boy. Wonder, how long is Wonderboy out for? I don't know. But he's number one. Because I can't see UFC. Yeah, you, I mean, they could give RDA or Covington to, to Thompson and give the other guy the title shot. That's that what I be- That's what I mean. Like, they're not going to give Wonderboy the title shot. But Wonderboy versus RDA. Yeah, they're no, they're not going to. Not He's, he, he's going to get Frankie Edgar where he's going to have to fight for a while. He's going to have to beat. Dos Anjos, Covington, and like a Darren Till. I want um, something to forget where uh, one of the groups that were in. Someone said, uh, give Till to Covington, and I would love to see that. Well, Till was still was calling out. Um, was he calling out Wonderboy? And then he, uh, oh, no, he was. He had been calling out Mike Perry. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Until said he would still be down to fight Perry, but Wonder Boy is also an option that makes a lot of sense for him. Yeah. There's a lot of like fun matchups that you can do based off of rankings right now. Yeah. Um, the sad part is that when you get up to like that, <laughs> that the the final rung in the ladder, that title shot. It's just there's no sell. Like Woodley cannot sell worth crap. Like I don't know. Like Covington can talk all the crap he wants, but I just don't see too many people hate that dude. Yeah, like people don't. <clears throat> there's a very small population of people that eat his shit up and like it. And like 
I I get I get what he's doing, and I get why he's doing it, and he's smart about doing it. I just and I can't even say he's not good at it. He's not good at he's not good at what he's really trying trying to do, which is just to be. And at least I think it, like it's just to be like Chael to get himself into a position where he's hated, but he's also loved because Chael's also beloved by a lot of people, especially when he was going after Anderson. Cause he had the whole, you know, he was getting the fucking country behind him and people hated Anderson at the time Yeah. where <clears throat> I don't know. Covington's just trying to be a piece of shit to be a piece of shit, but then he's a fucking cop caller. That's it. And he's a cop caller. Like you can't talk all this hard shit. And then you called the fucking cops. Cause a guy threw a boomerang oh, yeah, at you. Boomerang. Like he didn't even fucking punch you. He threw a goddamn boomerang at you. I saw I saw this like, Apparently, I don't know if he has that. He's gonna have to fly now, but they said he's gonna get like a six hundred dollar fine. And they said with the amount of money that he made uh, in his fight against uh, Tibera, Tibera, he could have hit uh, he could have hit Covington head of the boomerang seven hundred and forty times. <laughs> that would have been worth it. I, I'd pay to watch that. Right. That's the thing with Covington. Like I get what he's doing, and it's a shtick. He's just, to me, he he does what he has to do to win, and he does one thing really well. He's a really good wrestler. Uh, yeah. And he knows it, and he did it. I mean, Damian Maya outstruck him early in that fight. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the thing, like, Damian Maia, Damian Maia striking is not like a guy like uh, Woodley. Woodley hits him with, the, with some of the right. shots. It's a different story. And we and Dos Anjos, too. Yeah. Yeah, just can hit. Yeah, actually, <clears throat> and I was actually even talking to a to one of our listeners, Quest, there earlier today, and we we're talking about Covington. And I said, like, I had never really heard much about him until the whole Woodley. I have shit on Dana White. Well, I got shit on you thing. That's the first time I ever heard of him. And next, the second time I heard about him was fighting Damian Maya, and all of a sudden he's third in the in the UFC. It's like, I like. I remember when he, he fought Barbarino, and I think, uh, yeah, the Max Griffin fight. Like he's he's using this the the Chael and the Connor thing to his advantage, and it, he's doing it at the right time because that's what people want now, especially with WME. Yeah, that's what you do to take yourself over. But at some point, they, the shtick ends, and the, and you have to actually prove yourself in the it's... octagon. And if he didn't. He's gonna find that one guy that he's gonna talk to, and he's gonna knock, and he's gonna get knocked out, or he's not, he's not gonna say a chance, and it's, then all, all that talking ends. It's just really forced to me. Like it just comes off. He tries too hard with it. Some of it's clever. Like he was having some good back and forth with Chase Sherman the other day on Twitter. Ah, uh, yeah, I, see, I saw that one. And there's like some others that he's, you know, like he 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 can be clever, but some of it's just. And then he can get called up by Sam Alvey for you talking about Star Wars spoilers, right? Yeah, Sam was and pissed when Sam Alvey said, "I'm missing to drop down to 170 and whoop your ass." Yeah, you when you've pissed off Sam Sam Alvey enough, like, yeah, yeah. Just think, at least I didn't fucking threaten to kick your ass when you ruined Star Wars. <laughs> I should have. You, you couldn't hurt me. Uh, 
have a, I have a, I have a daughter that looks up to me. I have to look slightly tough. Well, yeah. I mean, I won't kill you. Maybe let me land a couple shots in before you knock me out. I mean, maybe one. I'll turn my head so it looks like it was a cheap shot or something. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a chair at me or something. <laughs> I'm going to fucking give you the Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah, there you go. I'm fucking kick you in the gut and just fucking stun the shit out of you. Oh, man. <laughs> I learned all about the stunner yesterday, too, when she oh. opened up my table. Oh, <laughs> ouch. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, make the best of situations. So I'm, like, taking her and taking the toy and was actually using a, her Star-Lord action figure to get stunned. <laughs> 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 yeah, she got a kick out of it, so. Damn. Right when she, Daddy, look, I see, like, the package all ripped. I'm like, I love her. I love her. She's my daughter. I love her. You're not going to college now because that's what we're sending you with, and I sell all that. Right. Well, you don't up in college or you're going to uh, like a provincial school, not one of those fancy ones. Yeah, dude, I woke up. Like, I, I was asleep when you messaged me about it, and I woke up to that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, no, no. All I could think of was, uh, was it Darth Vader? Yeah, or, I, no, almost, I almost no, sent you that. All I could do is, <laughs> no. Yeah, I almost sent you that gift. I could think of when I saw that. I almost <laughs> sent it to you. But yeah. Oh. So Walter waits a mess. It's a goddamn yep. mess. Watch, we're gonna end up with a fucking interim title. Oh, we have to at this point with Woodley now having surgery, and look at how the pay per views are lining up. If he's not, if he's not able to like get in there for until say May June, they're gonna have to fill something in because he. In February? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when he fought Damian Maya. No. Woodley? Didn't he fight? Uh, Thompson, wasn't it? Oh, no. That's right. He fought Maya. He fought Damian Maya. forgot about that. That, well. It was another boring ass fight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that one. But I mean, that's like, so he's going to be at a year by the time he. Yeah, they, they'll throw something in there for sure. Especially with Covington talking and RDA winning. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. If they go interim title, it, it would make more sense for a Wonder Boy RDA fight. That but that depends on our, if, if if Wonder Boy's hands healed. If it's if his hands good to go, I say yeah, I would agree with you, but. If he's hurt and Covington and RDA are both sitting there, one and send them down to Australia or two twenty-two. Yeah, I mean, Akuma, like I could see Woodley becoming like the like the heavier version of Mighty Mouse and being forced to defend his titles on fight cards or on the fight night cards until he starts having like legit performances again. Cause that was the thing. Like Mighty Mouse couldn't sell because he was too small. Woodley can't sell because he's boring as all shit. Like, yeah, he's too cautious when he fights. He throw fights. him onto uh, give fights. him some fight nights where he's not getting any pay per view bucks and watch what happens. Yep, he fights not to lose. <clears throat> he fights not to lose. Speaking of losing, Jesus Christ, did Ricardo Lamas lose? Yeah, the way that guy said to you, he's like. And it was like the uh, the featherweight and Gano, the way that he threw that shot, like that fucking left hook. 
that thing just the, the hook saves. Going back to like UFC 217 up to the up to this fight, the, the the hooks have been coming in strong lately. Yep, that puts Ricardo Lamas at 0-3 against Team Alpha Male, going all the way back to the WEC. Eesh. Lost to Danny Castillo at like WEC 42. He got brutally knocked the fuck out by Chad Mendez. God, that was a bad knockout. Bad so, knockout. So, okay, so well, I, I got knocked to ask out by you, Danny Casillo too. I wanted to ask you this on the show and not like just like just to get your your take on it. So, Emmett comes in overweight. Thomas yeah. takes the fight. Elliot, I forget who Elliot was supposed to fight. The guy takes the takes the fight short notice. Doesn't make weight. They just scrapped the fight. Elliot didn't want to take it. Which side would you be more on? Elliot cancel the scrap or Lamas? Who cares? Let's do it. I get both sides of the coin. Like with with Tim, I don't know. I guess kind of Ricardo too, but Tim, um, you know, is trying to jock himself back into that position into the title shot. And and to a certain extent, so does Ricardo. Ricardo, I think he just wanted to get fucking paid because remember he was supposed to fight. Uh, he was supposed to fight Jose. He was supposed to fight Jose Aldo, and then Aldo had to drop out for the title fight. So, right. Um, I think at that point, Ricardo probably just was like, you know, yeah, let's just fight. I want to get the fight and, and get paid. I get get paid, get get a win, get going again. Right, or, right, right. Yeah. Where with Tim Elliott, I mean, it's a you know, it's, <clears throat> he weighed his risk versus reward. And see, and the way that I look at it for Elliott is that when so he's on he's on the card, his opponent gets hurt, whatever. They pull in this new guy, two weeks notice. When you accept the fight on short notice, you have to know that you have to make weight. Yeah. To me, it's, you have to know it's like okay, two weeks. I can't make the weight. I'm not going to bother. Or I can't make the weight and I can focus on training at the same time and get a small camp in. Like, I feel like with that guy to not make weight, I think that Elliot was right to back weight because why take the fight on short notice if you're not going to be able to make that weight? But, I mean, for these guys, it's like, oh, the UFC's calling. Yeah. Do I Do I just say No. Because I'm unsure if I'm going to make the weight, or do I say yes and at least fucking try? Right. Yeah. Because Just, who knows? Who knows when the fuck the UFC is <clears throat> going to come calling again? Yeah, and I I was really hoping to see Alex. I was really hoping to see him get uh, to get the win and like get, start climbing again. Because since uh, his come his comeback on the Ultimate Fighter, I, I've been coming. Uh, I've warmed up to him a little bit more. So yeah. I like Tim Elliott. I didn't. I, I mean, I like him from just watching the Mighty Mouse fight because I didn't watch that season of The Ultimate Fighter. Right. But he impressed me, and I watched. I God, I watched that fight like two or three times. At least, I remember that shit. It was crazy. If he had shocked the world and taken that belt, <laughs> yeah, if he could have finished that fucking submission. That would have been the shock of forever. The shock of forever. 
because no, I did. I I can't see it now, but I did see Elliot was moved to two nineteen, but I can't find if it's just a rematch or a, a rescheduling of this fight. Might it be? Or... I think it's a rescheduling of the fight. The against Magnanga. Let's find out. They haven't updated the page yet. It's not listed on here yet. Uh, Mark De La Rosa oh. versus Tim Elliott at 219. Yeah, they haven't. The UFC has not updated their page. That's, that's according to MMA Weekly, but there's I don't see it anywhere else. So, well, at least so he get I me. Mean, he's getting a fight at the end of the month, so he still will get his payday at least, hopefully. So. Oh man, Khalil Roundtree is on the fucking main FS1 fight. Why? Why is Dan Hooker D. Casey not fucking headlining that shit? That's gonna be a fun. F- I hope that. <clears throat> I hope the case gets that win. Rick Glenn and Miles Jury. I don't. We've completely we're already on two and nineteen. We've given up on this fight curve. <laughs> I don't like Khalil. No, we can't give up on this shit yet. We got to talk about fucking Ponzinibbio and Mike Perry. Perry. Yeah. Man. I don't know why. Was I, a... I kept thinking these two look alike. Like, they look kind of similar in the fight. I don't know why. I kept thinking that in the hotel. <laughs> that was a fun fight. Yeah. Yeah, it was, now, it, was a fun it, fight. It was, like, constantly or just, like, you, you thought someone was going to go out. Pair would land a shot, and you would see uh, Ponzinibbio kind of back up, and you go, here, this is where Pair puts him away, and then next thing you know, Ponzinibbio's back to putting the pressure on the fight, and you think that Pair's going to get put away. It's It was a... Uh... 339 strikes, or to- yeah, total strikes between the two. Jesus. All of everything Mike Perry threw was a significant strike. As much as, you know, it's funny, as much as I didn't like him after his first fight, <clears throat> I mean, he grows on me more and more and more. Like, I don't know how you can not like this guy, like, after watching that uh, the Puns New York fight the other night. Yeah. I mean, he, like, he d- he just goes all out like he he has one set setting when he goes into the octagon and it's he's on. an entertaining fighter but I still think he's a douchebag. I definitely think his personality wise I could care less about but him as a fighter. Oh, I never had a problem with him as a fighter. I just never really liked him. But I do like to see him get beaten up. That's fun. God yeah. damn, my sinuses just decided to go close the really? fuck up on me. Yeah, I'm all Lovely. plugged up right now. This is it's the season. Bullshit. This wedding is horse shit. <laughs> I said it four times. I didn't want salmon. <laughs> I got laid off from my job at PetSmart, but you wouldn't know the difference. 
God damn it. God damn it. Just laying st- I'm just laying stepbrothers lines down here. You're looking at me like I got a third fucking like, head growing out of my neck. Because I'm trying to like I'm trying to figure what you're saying, like Oh, I bet if I said fucking yippee Kaye, motherfucker, you wouldn't look at me like I'm fucking speaking Chinese. Well, no, because that one's known, but to say the, the PetSmart one, like that one, like, all... I don't know, I don't know Step Brothers that well. I know like the ones like, we can do aerobics, I know that line, make bunk beds. We have so much more room for activities. Ever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they talk about aerobics. Maybe. I think, he said, I think they say we can do aerobics. Go down to the garage and do some karate. I'm telling you, I'm right. I mean, you I've might. Seen like four times. Nobody I said didn't... you were wrong. Well, grow up. <laughs> no. That's your fault. You could do better. How many times have you seen Die Hard? Oh, Christ. This year? <laughs> do, do better. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got for you that's the best advice i can give you do better yeah i'm happy where i'm at (laughs) watch out ourselves spoil episode nine of star wars years in advance i will fucking come to canada and murder you They will find your body with lightsaber. I'll kill you with a lightsaber. Yep. <laughs> Fucking I'll Darth I'll cut you in half like Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. I liked him. Yeah, he was cool. Till they wasted him. Stupid. Stupid. One more fight to go, because all I saw was the main card. Happens. Family family shit. Family shit. Once again. Huh? Once again, it is the season. Yep. Didn't take long for Glover to Sarah to fucking starch me shirking off. No. Although shirking off did last, I think, two minutes and 20 seconds longer than he did when he fought Ozdemir. So he has that going for him. Well, that's good. <laughs> I mean, still ended with him eating blows, and I mean that's that's something to hang your hat on. Yeah, you can you can last a, you lasted longer against a guy who trains in his garage. <laughs> I mean, Glover Teixeira is a pretty dangerous fucking striker. <laughs> What's the, it, well, even like on the ground, which he doesn't, you don't see his ground that that often. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just, I kind of like going back. I know we've talked about this before, but I wish we kind of saw, could have seen. Sorry, the, the Glover that everyone always ranted and raved about when he had the passport issues and all that with the uh, couldn't leave Brazil. Yeah, good to see that guy because he, when he came in, he was already older and had been in a ton of fights. That by the time he was fighting the upper echelon of the UFC. He was just kind of throwing it into it. He didn't really have the time to like slowly build into it. Right. But I mean, not I mean, he's still getting wins, which is nice. But you see, when he goes up against a guy like Gustafson, the distance that he has, he's right now he's a solid like four to seven ranked guy. That 
but anything higher than that, he's just he's just gonna get destroyed. Oh yeah. Like Johnson like when he fought Rumble, when he fought Gustafson, he fights Jones, all those guys just he just looks lost. I mean Rumble murdered him. <laughs> His tooth was still somewhere. His still in orbit right now, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> fucking tooth still somewhere in orbit floating over Iowa <laughs> I don't know what you do with Glover I mean I there's I mean uh, um, where's he ranked at the uh, one second he's at number three Ugh. Yeah. You got, I mean, the. Yeah, Gus is. got Gus at one. Oh, excuse me. Ozdemir at two. Glover three. Jimmy Manoa at four. OSP at five. Shogun's still sitting around at six. Uh, but this is. These haven't um, been updated yet. They don't, they don't update till Thursday. So. Does Shogun have a fight coming up? Although, or my things. Although they already are updated because Rafael dos Anjos moved up to uh, Shogun. Um, let's see. I think so. I think you are. Do you right. have a fight in Brazil? Um, was he? He was supposed to fight. I think he pulled maybe that's out. something. Yeah, I think he was supposed to fight. Um, was he, the, was he supposed to fight uh, and then um, same Prue? And then uh, he got hurt and Okami stepped in? Yes, I believe so. So, I mean, if he's open, give Glover to, to Shogun. Throw them on a on a fight night in Brazil or something like that. That's a perfect spot for both of those guys right now. Yeah, that's... Not much more. Like, you I mean, say, like... Six and six and three? I don't really... Um, like, I don't think same Prue... Maybe same crew, but I don't think Manawa is a good matchup. Gustafson has already beaten him. No, it's not a good matchup for Glover. Glover will but, get I mean, knocked maybe... the fuck out for the third time. Or get knocked the fuck okay, out. OS, OSP might be a fun one. For Glover? Yeah. Yeah. Well, out of the top out of the top five, it's the best match for him at this point. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, there's just not much to do with him right now except just kind of give him like the middle ranked guys on on fight nights. Yeah, I mean they could do him and Gus somewhere for the fuck of it, but yeah, that that fight just happened this year though. It's still fresh. Oh, you're right. It did just happen in May. I forgot that they fucking fought. Yeah, that was like the triple uppercut combo that floored Glover. Yeah. Oh, I fucking forgot completely about this fight. So much shit happened this goddamn summer. I fucking forgot all about that goddamn fight. And I've been way too far away from the microphone for like the last two minutes. <laughs> I can hear you. It's all good. Well, yeah. You <laughs> the recording, who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, my voice barely picked up, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see where this all shakes out. I think Misha right about this time too should be. I mean, giving him a guy. I'm thinking like Cannonier, Lahovich is 
he needs something to kind of write this ship because he's well on his way to being cut soon. Right. Oh, Josh Emmett offered Ricardo Lamas a rematch. At 145 or at, or at 148 and a half? <laughs> uh, 145. Right. Like, if you're Lamas, you, you can't take that fight. Like... What if, like I actually I think Emmett he was went from his debut fight to being ranked number five right now too at uh, at featherweight. I saw that somewhere today. Interesting. Uh, I think they're just, if you're if you're a featherweight and you are like new blood, they're just like throwing you up at the top of the ladder just because they need something. Yeah. Yeah, they they do need bodies. Somebody to feed to fucking Max. Yeah. All right. What do you say we call it a show? I'm uh, fucking wiped. <clears throat> we went from doing hour and a half shows down to like nice under an hour. Yeah, we're at 49 minutes. I mean, you know, we can stretch it. But there's not really much else to talk about on this part. <laughs> Some good finishes that we've barely seen. I mean, we can go in some rabbit holes. We got fucking whatever but get <laughs> that breaking on this card we went in the rabbit holes there wasn't much to this card I, and i mean i no. neither i didn't see any of the prelims so except for like maybe the last one right one maybe two yeah. one part of one and, and a last one like i didn't i didn't see any fights in the prelims because i was not at my hotel i was watching yeah, the guys was- game <laughs> Most of that stuff that I caught was just on on highlights and stuff. <clears throat> I was watching no. football. Browns over the Bears this weekend. What do you think? I hope the Browns win. They won last year. This time they're going to their only win. I was hoping <laughs> they were going to beat the Packers a couple of weeks ago, but I was I was certain that they were going to beat them. Then. Browns went Browns. They really went Browns against the fucking Ravens. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. Poor Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ryan, you want to get into your uh, your final thoughts and, and whatever? The floor is yours because you, uh, <laughs> this is your last show before Christmas. Yeah. Um, uh, first, I just want to give uh, – Love and uh, wishes to uh, listener John Davis. His mom's in the hospital. She's doing good, though. Yeah. Uh, just want to give John and his family our thoughts and our wishes. Hopefully, uh, Mama Davis can get back up on her feet soon and, uh, and everything's well with her. Second recovery. Second uh, very much. And, yeah, you know, to all the listeners and all that, you know, whatever you celebrate, have a fun time this weekend. Be irresponsible. Don't drink responsibly. It's Christmas. You're supposed to get into fights in the front yard with your uncle. That's what the holidays are all about. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. That's what the holidays are about. I got a few so, more years before I'll be doing that with my nephew. Oh, oh I'll, I'll say it for you, but... Yeah, I'll... You know, happy birthday to your, your little guy there, Doodle. Thanks, man. Yeah. Did he win today? Yeah, they did. They did. Nice. They did. They tried to blow it, but they they pulled out a win. <laughs> I think it was the first. I think it was the first one of the season. 
They're like oh, they were like one or oh and five or something going into the day. So, God, yeah, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Anyway, you got anything else? Oh, that's it, man. All right. Um, for me, let's see. I want to pass along. Let's get the sad stuff first. <laughs> um. You know, I, on behalf of of you and and I, the the sad news of uh, Robert Fullis, the uh, longtime coach of Extreme Couture and Team Quest, um, had has taken he took his own life on Friday. Um, you know, he was he he's worked with a lot of guys, you know, a lot of legends like Randy and Dan Henderson, Evan Tanner. Um, he was recently working with Kevin. You know, when Kevin started over yeah, at at, uh, yeah. at Extreme Couture, he worked with with Misha Tate. Um, so I mean, Tim Elliott was really close with him. So that um, I know uh, I've seen some some tweets from Tim. Uh, it was some pretty you know taking it pretty hard. So. <clears throat> Uh, Roy Nelson, you know, there's a lot of guys that he worked with, and uh, and he's missed by a lot of fighters and a lot of people in the MMA community. So um, we didn't really have a lot of other news to talk about, so I just wanted to pass that along in my final thoughts. Um, happy Festivus to you and your family. And don't worry, you son of a bitch. The airing of grievance, grievances <laughs> and fucking coming. I got a lot of shit to say to you, and you're going to hear every word of it. We should do an airing of the grievances on Saturday just because. Just do like a half hour just yelling at each other for no good reason. <laughs> Start calling out other, other guys that we know. <laughs> nah, I ain't trying to get into an airing of grievances because that shit don't no. And Jeff, don't worry. A donation has been made in your name to the Human Fund. Yes. People helping people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> can you can can you make a donation to fucking <clears throat> me to my work to get me my own private handicapped bathroom? <laughs> oh man. I... I've been watching season nine going along with the sign cast and that fucking, I forgot how glorious like parts of those, that season nine was at the beginning. Oh, all of them are glorious. Oh, I love it. I love Seinfeld. All of them. I got, I got the Kramer hanging up again, Jeff. Yes. All this right in the world. Yes. I'm working yeah. on getting uh, the timeless art of seduction to be put above my bed, but Kara's standing pretty firm on no on that one, but Mount it to the ceiling. <laughs> Hang it her, from the ceiling. I told him I don't get a picture of George in our room. I'm going to recreate the pose and hang that somewhere. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, make this happen. Make it oh. happen. That would be awesome. That could be your guys' Christmas cards next year. Is that a nipple? <laughs> 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 before I forget, before we get too far into that Seinfeld hole and I forget, um, yeah, I want to wish my nephew, my only nephew, 
my my little bubs he turned 16 today got his license all that good shit so happy birthday bubba i'm proud of you you're an awesome kid sometimes you don't suck most of the time huzzah huzzah i love i love my nephew he's one of my favorite people in the world my favorite story from this entire year still revolves around you and your nephew. Oh, shit. Which it's one? still bars. Oh, that, bars? That story still is like, I, like it just, I'll be at work and it'll just randomly pop in my head. I'll just hear your voice just go, bars. Bars. <laughs> and all I could picture is almost like, I, I know I told you before, but that Chappelle show skit where it's game blouses. Game blouses, <laughs> That's yeah. All, like, He's, I think he's, I think he's still kind of pissed off because like, I don't know. We all got these, my sister had these shirts made that, yeah, that, you know, that's what everybody calls them, D-Rose. So, and then we all got his number on our back and stuff. And nice. when they came out to warm up, we all took our jackets off and it was like, oh no. Oh yeah. There was, that's awesome. let's see, both my sisters and me. My parents, my sister's dad, and stepmom. It was like, seven, it was like twelve or fifteen, maybe, because then like my brother-in-law's parents and sister and his niece, my three niece, four nieces, um, my brother-in-law. Yeah, there was my my aunt and uncle. There was like fifteen of us. His girlfriend. We all had t-shirts. He was not. That's awesome. Not impressed. Oh, he even told us like he was at the bench, just looked up, and he just shook his head in disgust and mouth. Not impressed. Well, that's what you get for being sixteen. That's what I said. Get embarrassed. Told him, fucking get over it. At least your family cared enough to do something nice for you. Fucking quit crying, you little baby. All right, let me get this fucking goddamn Christmas music kicking and we can get the fuck up out of here. Oh. Yeah. All right. So that's going to do it for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jesus. Calm down, Ron. Calm down. <laughs> I will be back on Thursday for a Thursday night, Sunday session. With our old boy Raphael, Ryan, this is his last last show of the season. He'll be back before New Year's. Yeah, we'll have a card to break down next week, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll have a card to break down. All right. Yeah. So for Ryan, I'm Jeff Shanahan, and we will see you guys for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Yippee ki yay, motherfuckers! Ha 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 ha!